Good morning. Waking you up every morning. Get up. Get the F up. It's Tucker and Mora. Somebody on the show was bragging about how they lost track of how many gong hits they, uh, you know, mm-hmm. accomplished over the last, I guess, 10 days. We yep. went off just, uh, we were off the week of Canada Day and yesterday. Mora's like, ooh, had so much sex, I don't even remember. Can't even keep track of it. <laughs> it was a good, it was a good couple of days, guys. I'm not going to lie. And it also coincided with um, my daughter not being around. She went to Grandma Grandpa Land, right? So yeah. that was that, the two, the, the days off and not having a toddler around was the perfect now, mind That's you, the- it's the perfect combination. Mind you, at the beginning, we were just partying so much that nothing was happening. There was no action to be had, period. But that mm. changed, let me tell you. Mm. Oh, yeah? I, literally, there's no point in bringing out the gong. I, 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 could, I lost count. I lost count. You I lost really count did. after how many? <laughs> I don't know. It's not like Bundus numbers. It's not like Bundus yeah, going yeah. to Miami for a weekend and coming back. It's yeah, yeah. It's, it's like not Mary that Peter. impressive. Okay, but like you tend, like I'm not gonna lie, but you tend to over exaggerate, Morris. So yes. like you yes. know, like you lost count might be three. Yes, I know. That's what I'm thinking too. Is like lost count is like oh she had sex on a Sunday, a Tuesday, and maybe on a Wednesday, but she can't remember now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and there were also yeah. some mind-blowing solo sessions that I would fully oh, give myself a gong you, for. You can't, that doesn't count. count. That doesn't yes. count. Yeah. These counted. These definitely. You oh, know what? Yeah. In yeah, under yeah. normal circumstances, I would agree, but these were of the category that I would fully give myself a gong. <laughs> Full gong. That's why you've lost count. <laughs> You're yeah, hilarious. I mean, I'm being completely honest with you guys. No, I, we know. We know. <laughs> <laughs> How did but you your do? Honesty versus Bundus's honesty tend to be two different things. I know Bundus is probably going to blow me out of the water. Do you remember Bundus? How many gongs? I do, and I, it was pretty tame considering like a, like my past behavior. So I thought like maybe for once someone else in the room was going to beat me, and I was really <laughs> excited for you. But now you're like talking about you know self love. Like that doesn't count. <laughs> How does it kill? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know. When you, yeah. when uh, there are times when you have to give yourself a full gong for a self love session that, that <laughs> yeah. deserves it. That well, then, deserves it. Well, then Tucker and I have clearly won this battle. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, no, I, no. N- not necessarily. Not this week. Oh, you but most boat, weeks, yeah. yes. Most weeks. I was on a boat with my family. You want to know how many times I hit the gong? Sure. Zero? You re- do you have the gong? Do you I have the it. gong? It's ready to go. All right. Okay. And that's it. That's it. (laughs) 11 days. (laughs) 10 nights, 11 days, one gong. I was on a boat with my whole family, let me tell you. They didn't, wasn't a lot of free time. Not a lot of places to disappear into on a boat. No, 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 no. Yeah. Not a vacation about sex. Maura doesn't have that excuse. She had no daughter at home. Right, right. So let's kind of try and remember, bring it back to you. How many gongs did we hit? Hit the gong, hit it once. Hit it, hit it again. That's another real one. Are you guys impressed yet? Are you impressed? And then I would do two more self self ones. Self pleasure <laughs> ones. That that so are gone worthy. You had sex four times in eleven days and uh, you're bragging. 
But it's probably had sex four times on the weekend. I, I, yeah, I had four times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there, you go, there you go. Okay. Uh, hey, pretty good, you though. know what? You got to take what you can get. You know yeah. what? I just got a text from Jeff. He says, don't listen to the guys, Mora. Sometimes a self-gong is better than a duet. Billie Eilish, you know that she's a fan of Justin Bieber, right? Like, you follow that backstory yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, she was just on a podcast with her mom, and uh, they were talking about how obsessed she was. And her mom actually admitted that at one point in time, they considered getting her therapy Really? Uh, because her obsession with Justin Bieber was out of control. I just happen to remember this one really well in the video and Billy talking to me about it and being excited that it was coming out and just crying and crying. And Everyone knows the whole Billy-Justin Bieber thing, but <sighs> this song was a big part of it. I would watch the music video for this song. By the way, they're talking about the song As Long As You Love Me. And okay. Just sob. Okay, we have. You know, I just want to say that I, we did consider taking you to therapy for how incredibly you did. <laughs> yeah. You were in so much pain oh, over Justin Bieber. She was about Justin. You guys had conversations about taking me to therapy, therapy. <laughs> about my Bieberness. Yeah. It was so intense. No, I, I. It caused you so much pain. I know it did. Do you do you, you think there's anything in your life that you were that into? At any point in your life? I, I mean, I can't think of one thing that I was obsessed about that I would really? cry over it. I, I was obsessed with Kurt Browning growing up, you know? I had him sm <laughs> smeared all over my bedroom wall, newspaper cutouts. It honestly would have looked like... Um, <laughs> I was a figure skater, okay? Who else am I going to be obsessed <laughs> with? Kurt Browning. <laughs> Kurt Browning. <laughs> I'm be obsessed with Kurt Browning. Canada's four-time world champion. Hello. One of the greatest skaters of our generation. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I'm coming into my bedroom. I love that you guys are laughing so hard. What is wrong with Kurt Browning? <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> think I'm a loser. You guys think I'm a loser. No. It's great. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it looked like one of those, like, I, if you would have come into my bedroom and seen the newspaper clippings on the wall, you would have thought I was insane and stalking him for sure. It was like a stalker wall. And I remember making posters and stuff when the Olympics came up and I would be watching him and I'd have a poster watching him on TV. And then, and then he choked. He choked one year. You, you know? tore all the posters off your wall. <laughs> no. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I was devastated. I was devastated. Yeah. I was crying. Yeah. I, I, I was right there with him. I also felt the loss, too. You know? I remember Rod yeah. Black came up and interviewed him right after, and I thought he was so insensitive. I'm like, yeah, Back Rod off. Black used to like to dig in on <laughs> yeah. people. Eh? He'd, he'd be, you know, he'd talk to a figure skater and he'd be like, ah, so you've trained for the last 18 years of your life and you've given everything to this and you get out there and you fall. How does that make you feel? Like he would yes. just, it would be salt in the wound oh, every yes. time he was covering those events. How do you feel that you've let down the entire nation? The How entire country feel? was behind yeah. you. They're all watching. Some oh. of them are holding up signs in their living room like complete <laughs> losers. <laughs> and then you fall. 
Yes. You know, Elvis Stoiko, there would be a guy. I could see that. You know, he had the cool jean shorts when he'd be out on the ice. He was like the rebel figure skater. That I could kind of see. Kurt Browning, it was like, ah, just, Kurt Browning had so much swag. I'm sorry. Elvis Stoiko was great, too. He also brought this kind of like, he brought martial arts onto the ice. So his performance was like half martial arts, half figure skating. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I was at it Kurt worked. Browning's wedding. Did you know that? I told you this what? story, I think, before. You were at um, his my, wedding? My dad was a member of a yacht club on Toronto Island, and uh, we went over there one day, and it was the day, it was where Kurt Browning got married. So he was just down the grass getting married, and you know what? I couldn't give a single F. <laughs> I was like, Kurt Browning, who's that? Oh, okay. But my day, you would have like cried probably. Yeah. When they would have said, is there anyone here who stands in the way of this wedding? (laughs) I would have come running down the aisle. I do. Stop this wedding. (laughs) (laughs) I did love him. I did love him. Oh, amazing. Fess up, Bundus. Do you have a type when it comes to dating? Are you like, oh, I, only, yeah. I only like this type. I don't like that Uh-oh. type. Yeah, I like um, trouble. You know, if it's bad for me, I like it. That's usually <laughs> what I go for. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He likes, he likes the, the ones that he knows are going to be the biggest headache. <laughs> Because he likes to set himself up for a breakup. Like he doesn't, he knows he doesn't want to be in a long-term relationship. So he's picking people that'll ensure that doesn't happen. That that doesn't you know what I mean? happen. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, I don't know why I do that. I guess, I, I guess it's just a fear of like being locked down. That, but like yes. I, I always tend to like fall head over heels for these like gorgeous women who are nothing but trouble. Uh-huh. And I'm just yeah. so infatuated with the way they look, but like right. everything about them is wrong for me, and I know that, <laughs> and it turns toxic, and then eventually it falls apart. Yeah, but that's okay. why you do it. It's a, it's a, and whether you're doing it consciously or subconsciously, you, you, it's because you do not want to be committed to somebody long term, and so you set yourself up for that for failure, uh, for failure. Yeah, mm-hmm. knowing that that's going to be the end result. Experts are actually saying that there is no such thing as a type. Um, it's, it's a myth. You just need to stop being picky when it comes to relationships. You know, I had a friend that would only date guys over six feet. She's like, that's her type. Yeah. She likes tall guys. It's, it's not your type that it, people's type is actually somebody who's just a good person, who's positive, who's emotionally available. Uh, who's thoughtful, you will find yourself just as into that person as somebody who is apparently your type, experts say. they That quality doesn't have a special power over you, okay? Mm. <laughs> you guys so are like someone who's this? like, I, I'm only into blondes. Right. The blonde hair does not have a special power over you. It is a myth that you are only into blondes. That's something you've created in your head. Um, they say, don't be too picky whether your, par- par- um, your partner matches your idea on paper of what is perfect. That's why blind dates can actually work so well. Has a blind date ever worked for you, Bundes? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> you. I've been set up on a blind date by a friend before, and I was like, this yeah. is who you think I'm? Yeah. Like, you yeah. think me yeah. and this guy are on the same level? 
What? <laughs> I'll tell you something. If you're ever going to be set up on a blind date, make sure the person who's setting you up is of similar age to you. Because, you know, people's perspective change. It, cha- it changes after 10 years or something. When it, So I had someone set me up on a blind date, but this person who set me up was like 15 years older than me. Uh-huh. And now oh, I know this girl. She's your age. You're going to love her. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, it was, uh, I mean, she was nice and everything, but totally not what I would consider to be like somebody I'd want to date. Right. And it was because I think there was such an age gap between myself and the person who was setting me up. They just, they couldn't see. They didn't know. They couldn't see it the way uh-huh. I was seeing it. Right, right, You know, right. I'm 24. I have different priorities when I'm 24 <laughs> versus if I'm 40. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, totally. And Kevin sent us a text, one 800 He said, I've heard that women will look for a man that has similar qualities as her father and vice versa with guys looking for a woman. My dream woman would be a blonde Long, naturally curly hair, heavy on top, at least a C cup, and nice birthing hips. I'm I'm 45 and I still haven't found her, LOL. (laughs) I thought that was interesting. And I said to Kev, I responded, and I'm like, you know, Kevin, if if a, a woman comes along who is totally compatible with you and she's an A cup, I'm sure you'd just dive in. And go with yeah. that. And he responded with, no. <laughs> he said, I've been with one woman that was a B cup. She was 110 pounds, too small for me. She's got to be at least 150 pounds. I like a curvy woman. Yeah. So yeah. there. this is Kevin locked into a type. And I think he's missing an opportunity to meet a whole bunch of women that don't fit that criteria. Well, the other thing is, too, is that, you know, it seems like Kevin is driving his uh, or his target is based on sex. You know what I mean? Like his perfect match is a perfect sexual match. Right. And when you look at it and I don't know, he's in his 40s. I mean, I'm 38. I'm going to tell you something. When you've been married for a while, sex is such a small part of your life that you need to be looking about uh, about the whole package. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to think about what is it going to be like to sit next to this person after, (laughs) you know, 15 years and have a conversation with them. Well, thank God she's got those those uh, those C cups, you know. Yeah. Oh right? yeah, like you can, you can, you know, you can. <laughs> can't say anything to her, but she's got the C's. Yeah, Check. I got nothing left to say. Everything she says annoys the crap out of me. But man, when I dive into those C cups, it's amazing. Like, every one, one, you know, two to four times a month when we have sex, it's amazing. I told you I dated that guy, and he was like, "If we get married, would you get a boob job?" Uh, and I'm an A cup. And I remember uh-huh. being so offended by that. So offended. Interesting. Like, yeah. You know, well, if he doesn't and? like me now, and if it's the if the breasts are a deal breaker, if that's the deal breaker, then forget it. But what if he was perfect in every other way? If he was the perfect guy, he made you laugh and it was he fun. Though. He was financially responsible. <laughs> and he was he really good looking. <laughs> Like, let's just say you did have a list, and it was uh, he was a 10 out of 10 on your list. Well, you know what? He and was he said, balding a little I, bit. You're a n- <laughs> no, like no, a- but I know. 
That's like me but saying, oh, you, well, often, you get a hair transplant often. and I'll get a boob job and then we can be together? Like, no. No, no, but I, that's just what I'm saying. Like, he to you is a 10 out of 10. There's nothing wrong with him. He meets, he is Prince Charming from Cinderella. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And, for, and he tells you, Maura, you are a 9 out of 10 for me. <laughs> like, just, you're perfect in every way. But I would love to see you as a C+. plus. <laughs> Right. Again, then, I just thought it was shallow of him. That's all. I thought the comment was shallow. And why would I don't I mean, I guess you could reverse that question, Tucker. Let's say Margot Robbie wants to yeah. be with you, but she's yeah. not happy with the size of your junk. Ah! So she asked uh, you, you know, to get a penile yeah. implant. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. No, if, I, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> I don't know if you understand touché, the touche. And maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm uh, super sensitive in my breast region, and I'm I'm not the majority. But I would tell you that the apparently you can have an orgasm by just touching a woman's breasts. Like there are some crazy uh, sensory receptors going on there. We just got a you text know? from Nicole. Yeah. Nicole says, I am that girl. I can climax with just breast play. I've, I've even got more sensitive after I had implants done. Nicole! That is intriguing. Wait, now I might get a, a boob job. And you know what the worst thing is? Is she's probably with someone who's not even interested in breasts. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's some guy. Like, what was the guy who uh, texted in? Kevin. 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 Like, that's all he wants is to like dive into some boobs, <laughs> and he can't find his match. No. Oh, what a crazy world we live in. It's so yes. unfair. It's, it's so, so unfair. unfair. Yes. If you are wondering how serious our professor Bundes is with his Friday night lady friend. You know, a woman that comes over after 7 p.m. and leaves the next morning before 11 a.m. Mm -hmm. every Friday. Uh, well, he did take her to the drive-in movie theater while they were off on vacation, Mora. Okay. You got you chose one in Oakville? Yeah, we went to the one in Oakville. Uh, okay. It's like just off Ford Drive in the QEW. Okay, oh, cool. and this is like a typical drive-in situation where you got like a slightly older movie and you have to watch two, not just one. Oh, you don't have to watch two. You can leave. <laughs> oh, after yeah, that's one, true. You know, but yes, they play two two movies. I think there's three screens there. Wasn't uh, a huge selection. I mean, there was there were some all right movies like Bad Boys for Life was there if you wanted to watch that. I ended up okay. going with Jumanji, the new Jumanji, and yeah. uh, Bloodshot, uh -huh. Bloodshot, Vin Diesel. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm a, not surprised. Not surprised you lined up for the Vin Diesel movie. The bigger question is, uh, he was in his prized Corvette, yes. uh, which we've heard lots about over the uh, year and a half that we've worked together. And this is uh, Bundes's pride and joy. He doesn't drive it even in the rain. Nope. So it must have been a clear night was. for him to be there. He had. Uh, was it a Friday night? Uh, yeah, it was. It was Friday. No, no, okay, sorry. So it was Friday. Saturday. No, it was Saturday night. It was Saturday oh, wow. night. Wow. Yeah, I stepped out of line. I know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Had you spent Friday night as well? Or yes. did you change it to a Saturday? It was It was a double header, yeah. It was Friday oh. night and then again Saturday night, yeah. Double header? Bundus, okay. this is getting serious. Now, this is the bigger question. Okay. Is Bundus 
getting more serious with his Friday night lady friend to the point where he would let her eat snack food while watching a movie inside his Corvette. Mm-hmm. I did, but there was some stipulations be- behind it all. There oh, were rules. There were okay. rules. Oh dear. Yeah, rules. <laughs> there <Okay>. were rules. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I only allowed water bottles in the car. There was no pop of any kind. Okay. No, no like drinking sticky, cups. No yeah. sticky drinks. Yeah. yeah no None sugary of. drinks. What? None okay. of that. Okay. There was okay. no chocolate yeah. allowed because your hands get all like. You know, sweaty yeah, and then like if you touch yeah. yeah that wasn't allowed I allowed candy like some wine gums that was cool I was like you put it in your mouth done no problem <laughs> wine gums. gums what are you your Friday Night Lady Friend 80 <laughs> Yo, I love wine gums I love wine oh, gums boy. See, oh boy see I want to be in there with like a soft serve ice cream cone yeah, not, gonna like, not gonna happen not gonna happen yeah. never and then the only I allowed popcorn but the rule was you weren't allowed to take handfuls you could only take like a little like you know two at a time kind of thing <laughs> and I had to I had to like empty half the bag out before I brought it in because I didn't want that overflow kind of like falling off into the car. So I had to like you emptied, emptied it half into of your it mouth. Out. I had a separate like I had a separate bucket like a popcorn bucket from uh, from a movie theater previous that I brought with me in the car and I poured half in there. He planned ahead. Oh and yeah, had a reservoir. Oh yeah, he had a reservoir <laughs> to dump half the popcorn in so he didn't have to no. deal with any overflow. Serious stuff, guys. Yeah, but um, other than that, yeah, there was no problems. There was no mess in the car, you know? Oh, man. John just sent us a text, by the way. one 800 95 He says, did Bundes pull the old hole in the bottom of the popcorn box trick? <laughs> what is that? No. You don't know that no, trick? You don't, know that. you don't know. You don't want to know that one. No. First of all, there's no way, because uh, that would lead to potential spillage of popcorn in between the seat cushions, and that's never going to happen. Right. Because, you know, otherwise you'd have to be so specific about how big a hole you cut. <laughs> right. Yes. Hey, and that's yeah. a good question, too. Is yeah. actually any sort of uh, foreplay allowed in, in the Corvette? Yes, I, I, I have done that before in, in the Corvette. It's actually quite fun. You know, you take the top off, the target top off, and you got lots of open space to... Uh, to have fun you know what i mean oh yeah 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 yeah. was there any fooling around at the movie or did you save it for after no not at the movie no she uh she was starting to fall asleep during bloodshot the vin diesel one and then i called it early (laughs) you know i said i'll watch this on netflix or something and and i ended up leaving before the second one finished but it was fun you know it was nice to get out and do something you know we've been cooped up for uh, yeah for a while so it was cool to actually like go out on she a was, date she was probably feeling so turned on by all the rules around the food oh <laughs> <laughs> so exciting wow tom says uh professor bundus is the person i want to be what oh. uptight <laughs> come on tom uptight. Uh, uptight. uptight and non-committal those are two great qualities in a person <laughs> Right? <laughs> there it is. Our professor. It was inspired by a Reddit thread I was going through to ask this question, which is, what was your 15 minutes of fame? Uh, to give you an idea of some of the things that I saw on the thread, uh, I played the role of pervy manager in an HR video that was used for years for a major corporation. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Somebody's got to play that role, you know, in some, uh, like, one of those videos you might want to watch or you have to watch at orientation. 
for a new job. Uh, I was a little baby. My parents took me to SeaWorld, and they sat me on a chair eating a banana. The big screen kept cutting to me, and the audience would go, aww. Aww, that's so cute. Yeah. Uh, 1-800-953-2464. What kind of text messages are we getting, Maura? Alicia says her husband almost hit Alicia Keys in a golf cart in Jamaica. Almost ran right into her. And apparently Alicia Keys was super sweet about it. (laughs) That's nice. Fun Uh, 15 minutes. Right? Matthew sent us a text, too. He says, my 15 minutes of fame is from when Cineplex Theaters had a Lord of the Rings trilogy screening, all three movies back to back, and my friends and I skipped school and dressed up in costumes, and we were interviewed on the news uh, in our seats, and we were the first in the theater, so that's why they were interviewed. Uh, Haley, Haley sent us one. She said, one of my TikToks went viral randomly, and it hit 1.8 million views. Wow. It's, yeah. It's me and my sister laughing at the clock when we're trying to catch the daylight savings time change from 1.59 to 3 in the morning. Okay. You know how that happens? It, it skips over 2 and goes straight to 3. So they were just filming yeah, yeah. the clock, a digital clock. Flipping to three. Waiting for that moment. Yeah. <laughs> Stop moving. It's out of focus. That's it. <laughs> so stupid, but just their laughing yeah. is infectious. Scott well, you got to from- know, like, it's it's the middle of the night, right? So you're probably yes. already tired and, like, super giddy. That's funny. Scott from KW said he got to meet Red Green when he lived in Bala, and he was also a roadie for Kim Mitchell for one concert. Woo, good old Kim. <laughs> hey. Uh, let's go to Andy, uh, 1-800-953-2464. What's your 15 minutes? My 15 minutes of fame was in about 1990 in a newspaper when people probably don't even remember it now, but they're... Where they do have the sunshine girl, there was a sunshine boy. <laughs> you know, why is You were the there... sunshine boy? <laughs> why isn't there still a sunshine boy? I guess it's, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> so how old are you? I was 24. So how you submit pictures to be a part of this? No, what happened was somebody at, uh, at my workplace, I, I worked at um, a sports complex, Woodbine Racetrack, and uh, one of the publicity directors said, they, they're looking for somebody from Woodbine to be a sunshine boy. Would you be interested? And I said, yeah, right. Okay, no problem. <laughs> Thinking it was a joke. And then uh, three days later, she says, okay, your photo shoot's uh, 10 o'clock um, uh, Saturday morning. I said, oh, really? And uh, there you go. They ended up coming, taking pictures of me at the racetrack and... Uh, what were you wearing? What kind of poses were we talking about here? Like, <laughs> believe it or flexing not, flexing and stuff. Oh no, believe it or not, <clears throat> there's a. She took about a hundred pictures um, with me with shirt on, with the on a bale of straw, holding horses, with a pitchfork. <laughs> it was a farm theme. I get it. I get it. I, I, I totally refused to take off my shirt until one of my buddies shows up. And he says, come on, take it off for her, take it off. I said, no, no. So I ended up taking my shirt off for like three pictures. 
And that's the one they ended up using. Of oh. course. Of course. <laughs> that's what they were looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you have a copy of that on your fridge or what? Oh, no, I got, yeah, of course. Not on my fridge, but in my files. In his files. Under uh, Beefcake, right there. It's the Sunshine Boy picture shoot. That's a fun 15 minutes. Did your buddies yeah. enjoy that, I'm sure? Oh, yeah. It was the worst uh, two years of my dating life, too, after that, too. So, and Why is that? Because it's just like now everybody thinks you're, uh, you know, a player when you're a Sunshine Boy, so... Oh, yeah? Like you're some kind of F-boy who's going to, you know, yeah, 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 I could see that. And did people recognize you after you were in that? Of course, of course, for years. For For years? years. (laughs) It's quite a memorable picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fun story. Thanks for being on the show. Welcome. Have a good day. Hey, want to know if that homemade mask you're wearing is actually up for the challenge of helping stop the spread of COVID-19? So Bill Nye, the science guy, posted a video on TikTok, which I guess that means the Chinese government now has access to all the information that Bill (laughs) Nye, the science guy, has on his phone. Unless you had an assistant post it. But uh, he basically did a little test where he showed how effective masks can be. And I was curious to see if the masks that Mora made are as effective as they need to be. Yeah, good question. Good question. And so he tried like a medical grade mask. He tried a homemade mask that you see pretty much everyone wearing with the little pipe cleaner at the top. And it's two Mm -hmm. layers of fabric that have been sewn and it loops around your ears. And he tried a scarf that was just like a knitted scarf. Okay. And then he tried to blow out a candle wearing the various masks. And one of them failed. Which one do you think failed? One of them failed. The homemade Mm -hmm. one, not the N95 one. Uh, you're wrong. Face masks prevent particles from my respiratory system from getting into the air and then into your respiratory system. Blocking the movement of air is an old trick. Here's a scarf. It can block the movement of air, but only to a certain extent. This is a homemade face mask. It has just two layers of cloth, and it blocks the movement of air very effectively. If you're wearing one of these, you're protecting yourself and those around you. The reason we want you to wear a mask. Okay, so it's part of that's visual, but uh, he blew through the scarf, which was knitted. So Mm. it was sort of Uh. airy. The candle went out right away. It was not very effective. Uh, The homemade scarf and the medical grade, uh, sorry, the homemade uh, mask and the medical grade mask. uh, He couldn't blow out the candle. Okay, so that it was works. probably only maybe two feet at the no, not even a foot and a half away from his face. Okay, so Mora has a candle <laughs> and she has her homemade mask. Foot and if a you half lift away? that up, try. Can you put it a little closer so we can actually see what happens? So we know you're not lying. Okay, I guess you have to tilt it down a bit, right? Yeah. Let's see. Give it a okay. good blow, like about a foot and a half away, and see if yep. you can blow that out with your uh, homemade jobbies there. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get closer now. Let's see what happens. It's not going out. So far, I think you've passed the test. Okay, now I'm getting right up on it. Okay. There we go. Yeah. How close were you when you blew that out? About like six inches? Six inches. Half a foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty effective. I think that deserves a round of applause for Mora's... Thank you, Bundy. ...ingenuity in sewing.
Yeah. Well, it's yeah. it's an interesting little uh, strategy because it shows you like how much how effective these masks can be, and if you're making a homemade one, it gives you the opportunity to test it. Just try and blow out a candle. Yeah. If it doesn't work, it means it's stopping that airflow, which is what you want. Right. Because you know, you know what I'm saying. Yes. Got. Have you had the, uh, like, I, I have certain rules now that I put in place when I wear a mask before I go out shopping. One is I have to brush my teeth before I go out. Doesn't matter <laughs> if it's only been like three hours since I last brushed my teeth and I haven't eaten anything. Mm. I brush my teeth. The other thing is I have to chew gum. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, get some gum. Just get yeah. some gum. You got to put a fresh piece of gum in just before you go in because otherwise, man, that, what comes out of my mouth and then back into my nose can be an awful experience it's just because it's uh i I think the mask is making the breath stink somehow i wonder if this is something that like nurses and doctors already know and now we're just experiencing Mm. it for the first time i don't think the mask makes your breath stink i think the mask makes you aware of what your breath smells like (laughs) hey when you go back to work at your swanky office in downtown hamilton and the guy at the socially distanced cubicle next to you says how much he missed seeing you during the pandemic. Don't believe him for one second. A new survey has asked people who they're excited to reunite with when this whole global pandemic is over. And yeah. only 0.78% of people say they're excited to see their coworkers again. So less than, less than 1%, 1%. <laughs> is excited to see coworkers less than uh-huh. 1%. So when you go back to work and someone's like I've missed you so much, lies. Lies. Yeah. You know, I I it's probably there's got to be some truth to that. You know, I I really miss being in a room with you guys. Yeah. I miss that. But too. in terms of like really missing other people, I mean, I miss um, having chats with our boss. She would pop in every day, but we yeah. meet up with her on Zoom. And so yeah. it's like, I feel like I do see her. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's very few people that I actually am longing to be with again, you know, <laughs> from, from the office. All yeah. nice people. All, All great nice people. people. But do I really need to see them? Eh, I yeah. don't know how much more fulfilled my life is with them in it versus right now. Exactly. That's Does that why sound you... shallow? No, it doesn't sound shallow. <laughs> it's, it's the truth. And I think everyone feels that. I mean, obviously, if it's less than 1% of people are saying they're excited to see their coworkers, just know that when you finally do go back to work, if somebody it's says they missed you, they're lying <laughs> to your face. I mean, that number has to be a little low, like less than 1%. Are less you than 1%. Me? <laughs> How can you compliment a coworker's outfit in this day and age without getting a warning from HR? Experts have come up with a word that you can use. It's completely oh. asexual, they say. Really? Asexual compliment. Know. Are you ready for this? I think the, the thing to do is just to stay away from it. Just not compliment someone on how they look. But if I you agree. have to, what do you say? Okay, like what if do you, you just say? generally like their outfit, okay, mm-hmm. you can use the word snazzy, they say. It's completely <laughs> <That's> <laughs> asexual and non-offensive. It's so snazzy. Snazzy outfit. That's that is so snazzy creepy. snazzy outfit. Yes. <laughs> For example, those are some snazzy earrings you're wearing today. <laughs> 
Uh, okay. other words As opposed that to com- saying like, oh, those are hot, those uh, are you hot, know, because yeah. then you're sexualizing it. So snazzy is like the least sexualized word you could use other while words, still giving a compliment. Other words that they say work are neat, slick, and nifty. Slick. Nifty. Yes, nifty. <laughs> Who came up they- with this list? An 80-year-old? Yeah, probably. Yeah, okay, boomer. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> the one thing they say is you can't use snazzy to describe somebody's physical attributes. Like, you can't say, wow, your cleavage looks really snazzy in that blouse. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, of course, you're yeah. undoing all the good you're, you're doing I'm- by using this word snazzy. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Snazzy, yeah. but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that. When when do you think, if ever, you used the word snazzy in your life? Because I think for me, I'm at still at zero, other than this morning, snazzy? at this exact moment. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I don't think I've ever used that word. Maybe to describe like a, a figure skating costume that was really snazzy. <laughs> That's about it. You know, sparkly and, you know. Yeah. Lots That's of snares. Lots gotcha. of snares. Welcome to the party. It wouldn't be a party without you. Energy 95.3.